السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ثم ما بعد فنتابع درسنا في شرح رسالة أصول السنة Imam Ahli Sunnati Al-Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal Rahimahullah Ta'ala will continue our class in the explanation of the treaty of Sul Sunnah by the Imam of Ahli Sunnah Al-Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal Rahimahullah Ta'ala Walazinna fi kalami al-musannifi Rahimahullah Fima yata'allaku bi'adami al-hukmi ala shakhsin ala mu'ayyanin bi-jannatin wala bi-nar illa bima dalla alayhi al-dalil ثم انتقل رحمه الله بعد هذا الموضع إلى الكلام عن أصحاب الكبائر. So the author رحمه الله we're still in the discussion where the author رحمه الله we will continue the class in the explanation of أصول السنة the treaty of أصول السنة by Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal رحمه الله where the author رحمه الله mentioned the discussion regarding that we do not affirm that any specific individual is from the dwellers of the hellfire. Or the paradise without an evidence, and then the author, rahimahullah, also continued in regards to a similar or uh, yani the, a topic that is related, which is uh, the ruling regarding the people of major sins, the people who commit major sins. حيث قال المصنف رحمه الله لا نشهد ولا نشهد على أحد من أهل القبلة بعمل يعمله بجنة ولا بنار. نرجو للصالح ونخاف عليه ونخاف على المسيء المذنب ونرجو له رحمة الله وقد تكلمنا على هذا الموضع في الدرس الماضي بفضل الله تعالى ومنته ذكرنا ما يتعلق بهذا الكلام So in the previous class we talked about the statement of the author رحمه الله where he said and we do not testify upon any individual from the people of the قبلة meaning the believers because of an action that he does that he will enter the paradise nor the hellfire but rather, we hope for the righteous, and we fear for him at the same time. And we fear for the sinner, the disobedient, and we hope for him, the mercy. We hope the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We hope with uh, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for him, that he will receive the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We already talked about this, uh, about this sentence, uh, from the bounty and the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us, that we already explained it and we talked about it. And then the author, Rahimahullah, after that he said, وَمَنْ لَقِيَ اللَّهَ بِذَنْبٍ يَجْرِبُ لَهُ بِهِ النَّارُ يَجْرِبُ لَهُ بِهِ النَّارُ تَائِبًا غَيْرَ مُصَرٍ عَلَيْهِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ يَتُوبُ عَلَيْهِ وَيَقْبَلُ التَّوْبَةَ عَنْ عِبَادِهِ وَيَعْفُوا عَنِ السَّيِّئَاتِ وَمَنْ لَقِيَهُ وَقَدْ أُقِيمَ عَلَيْهِ حَدُّ ذَلِكَ الذَّنْبِ وَمَنْ لَقِيَهُ مُصِرًّا غَيْرَ تَائِبٍ مِّنَ الذُّنُوبِ الَّتِي قَدْ اسْتَوْجَبَ بِهَا الْعُقُوبَةِ فَأَمْرُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنْ شَاءَ عَذَّبَهُ وَإِنْ شَاءَ غَفَرَ لَهُ وَمَنْ لَقِيَهُ وَهُوَ كَافِرٌ عَذَّبَهُ وَلَمْ يَغْفِرْ لَهُ فهذا الموضع يذكر فيه المصنف رحمه الله ما يتعلق بأصحاب الكبائر the the people who commit major sins. فأصحاب الكبائر على أنواع 
the people of major sins, the, those who commit major sins, are of different types. First of all, we start with what defining what is a major sin. so it is so first of all we talk about the definition of a major sin what is a major sin a major sin is any sin for which there is a legal punishment in this dunya in this life from the likes for example of stealing the the, uh, the amputation or the cutting off the hand of the thief or adultery uh, the the one who commits adultery is stoned if he has been married before. Uh, so the discussion regarding the details of how and when and who deserves the legal punishment in this life, this is mentioned in the books of fiqh. But rather, what, what is what, what we're studying now is we're just mentioning examples of major sins to talk about the matter of those who commit major sins and what is the aqeedah of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah in regards to those individuals who commit major sins. So a major sin is a sin for which there is a legal punishment in this life, meaning a legislated punishment. Or a promise of a punishment. any sin for which there is a promise of a punishment in the hereafter, such as the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, indeed those who take the wealth of the orphans unjustly, then it is as if they, as if they are eating in their stomach's fire. So the punishment, the promise of the punishment 
of punishment for them in the hereafter is that they will have fire in their stomachs. وغيرها كثير and there are many other examples من من الأمور التي فيها وعيد التي الأمور التي توعد الله سبحانه وتعالى يعني فيها بأصحاب الذنوب والمعاصي بعقوبات في الآخرة there are many we find many verses and hadith in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised or the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam promised the sinners with specific sins with a punishment in the hereafter. هذا يدل على أن هذه الذنوب أنها من كبائر الذنوب. So all of those are evidences that these specific things that are mentioned with a, with a promise of a punishment that they are major sins. وكذلك ما أتى فيه لعن and also the sins for which there is a, a curse the لعن أن الله سبحانه وتعالى يلعن من فعل كذا وكذا Allah سبحانه وتعالى curses the one who does such and such um, ومن ذلك مثلا لعن الله السارقة يسرق البيضة فتقطع يده for example the statement of the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم may Allah curse the thief he steals the, an egg and he ends up with his hand cut or the amputation of his hand. And of course, uh, in regards to those punishments, going back to the topic of punishments, those are for the Muslim ruler to apply. It is not for any specific individual to go and apply any of the legal punishments against individuals, against the people and say that he is establishing those legal punishments and those legislative punishments. This is from the rights of the rulers. It is not permissible for anyone to go and do these things. Uh, so, and we mentioned that before, alhamdulillah. So, going back to the cursing, if there is, meaning, if there is the curse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah, may Allah curse the thief. This, هذا اللعن, and the curse in this instance, it means to be removed from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's either affirming that he is removed from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or that it is a supplication against him to be removed from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, and likewise, the Messenger وسلم, he cursed or he supplicated the one who changes the signs of the land that he is cursed. Again, this is an evidence that it is a major sin. Likewise, Mentioning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes angry at the one who does such and such. It is an evidence that it would be a major sin. Uh, also some of the people of knowledge they mentioned that in addition to these things is any sin for which the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa he said uh, whoever does such and such he is not from us. Uh, like the statement of the Messenger, وسلم, whomsoever cheats, then he is from not from us. 
قال بعض العلماء ان هذا يدل على انها من الكبائر some of the people of knowledge they mentioned that this is an evidence that it is from the major sins وكذلك اذا اتى مثلا لا يؤمن لا يؤمن من فعل كذا وكذا for example of the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he said such if whoever does such and such then he is not a believer or he does not believe قال بعض العلم يعني ان هذا يدل على انها كبيره some of the people of knowledge they mentioned that this is an evidence that it is a major sin. وكذلك على كل حال هذا ما يتعلق بتعريف الكبيرة. This is in regards to the definition of a major sin. لنعرف ما هي الكبيرة. So that we know what is a major sin. What does a major sin mean? فهذا هو تعريفها. This is the definition of, the major, of a major sin. وأما ما يتعلق بأصحاب الكبائر. In regards to the people يعني الذين يفعلون الكبائر. In regards to the people who do major sins, who commit major sins, فما حالهم؟ لهم أحوال. The one who commits a major sin, he has one of different, and he is uh, he has uh, his he falls under one of those types of people. أما إما أنه يتوب من من هذه الكبيرة. Either he repents to Allah subhanahu wa from this from this major sin. فمن تاب تاب الله عليه. Whoever repents, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives him. قال الله تبارك وتعالى إن الله لا يغفر أن يشرك به عفوا قال الله تعالى قل يا عبادي الذين أسرفوا على أنفسهم لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا فمن تاب تاب الله عليه ولو تاب من الكفر ومن الشرك فلو تاب الإنسان من الكفر ومن الشرك فأسلم وتاب إلى الله سبحانه وتعالى فإن الله تعالى يتوب عليه والتوبة تجب 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 ما قبلها. Whoever repents, Allah سبحانه وتعالى accepts his, his repentance. والتائب من الذنب كمن لا ذنب له. The one who repents from a sin is like one who has never committed the sin. Even if the sin was was disbelief and polytheism associating a partner with Allah سبحانه وتعالى. It doesn't matter. As long as he repents to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives the sin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, in the meaning of the verse, say, O oh my servants who have transgressed, transgressed, who have transgressed against themselves, do not despair from the mercy of Allah. Indeed, Allah forgives all the sins. And this is in regards to those who repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all of this, all of their sins. This is one type of people. One who commits a major sin and then he repents to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives that sin for him. طيب لو عاد إليه فإنه مرتكب لكبيرة وعليه أن يتوب إلى الله تعالى منها وإذا تاب تاب الله عليه ويستمر هذا الأمر ليس له نهاية كلما أذنب الإنسان ينبغي عليه أن يسارع بالتوبة إلى الله تعالى فإن الله تعالى يغفر الذنوب So if he comes back to the sin he committed a sin and he repented to Allah سبحانه وتعالى and he came back to the same sin and it is, this is a new sin. This is a new sin that he committed. 
it is upon him to repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again. And it continues. As soon as he disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one should repent back to Allah repent and go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek Allah's forgiveness, and Allah will forgive him. And this, even if he continues to commit the same sin over and over and over, he should not despair from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لأن الشيطان من مداخل الشيطان أن يأتي إلى الإنسان فيقول له أنه لا خير في توبته لأنه يعود إلى إلى الذنب فيثبطه عن التوبة هذه من مداخل فهذا من مداخل الشيطان فينبغي على الإنسان أن يتوب إلى الله تعالى ولو عاد إلى الذنب مرارا وتكرارا ينبغي عليه أن يتوب إلى الله جل وعلا so from the tricks of the shaitan is to come to the person and make him despair from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by whispering to him that there is no good in his repentance because he keeps going back to the same sin and he tries, the shaitan tries to fool the, the people by telling them there is no point. He shouldn't even try to repent because they, because they keep going back to, this, to the same sin and this is from the tricks of the shaitan. Because he wants, the shaitan wants the, the people to despair from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And rather what is proper for the believer is to continue to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Regardless how many times as he repented, repented from that same sin, that one should repent back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again and again and again. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those who repent to him. And loves those who seek his forgiveness, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is one case for, for those who commit major sins. The second case is one who commits a major sin, and then he is punished with the legal punishment. The had is established upon him. The legal punishment is established upon him. if one commits a major sin and then he is punished for it in this life, then that punishment is an expiation for the sin. Meaning that he does not, he is not punished for that same sin again on the day on the day of judgment. And we will mention the hadith regarding this. And the third situation for the person is to die upon insisting on committing this major sin where he has not repented, repented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And يَلْقَ اللَّهَ بِهَذَا الذَّمْدُونَ أَنْ يَتُوبَ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَتُوبَ إِلَى اللَّهِ تَعَالَى to, to die before repentance. فَهَذَا أَمْرُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ This individual his matter is back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
إلا أن يكون الذنب كفرا بالله أو شركا بالله unless that sin is disbelief or is polytheism إذا كان الذنب هو الشرك بالله تعالى أو الكفر بالله سبحانه وتعالى فإن الله ومات عليه الإنسان فإن الله تعالى لا يغفر هذا الذنب if the person dies upon disbelieving in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or associating a partner with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not forgive this sin. أَمَّا إِنْ لَمْ يَكُمْ كُفْرًا أَوْ شِرْكًا وَمَاتَ مُصِرًّا عَلَيْهِ وَهُوَ دُونَ الشِّرْكِ أَوْ الْكُفْرِ فَإِنَّهُ فَإِنَّ أَمْرَهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنْ شَاءَهُ إِنْ شَاءَ عَفَى عَنْهُ وَإِنْ شَاءَ عَذَّبَهُ was something that is less than disbelief or polytheism. It was not polytheism and it was not disbelief, then his matter is back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If he wills, he punishes him. And if he wills, he forgives him. فَمَنْ عَذَّبَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى بِذَنْبِهِ فَهُوَ مِنْ عَدْلِ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punishes him because of his sin, then it is from the justice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِنْ عَفَى عَنْهُ فَهُوَ مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى and if he forgives him, then it is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from his forgiveness. From his mercy is that he forgives some of those who commit major sins and die upon major sins. So if he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with major sins that he has not repented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from them, then his matter is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If he wills, he forgives him out of his mercy. And if he wills, he punishes him out of his justice subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِنْ عَذَّبَهُ بِذَنْبٍ دُونَ الشِّرْكِ أَوْ الْكُفْرِ بِاللَّهِ تَعَالَى فَإِنَّهُ بَعْدَ الْعَذَابِ لَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَرْجِعَ فَإِنَّ عَوْدَتَهُ إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ لِأَنَّ مَنْ مَاتَ لَا يُشْرِكُ بِاللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى شَيْئًا دَخَلَ الْجَنَّةِ وَلَوْ عُذِّبَ ابْتِدَاءً And if he, if one dies upon major sin, that is again not disbelief and not polytheism, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punishes him because of his, uh, out of the justice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he punishes him for that, for those sins, for those major sins that he committed, then his return as long as he is, did not die upon disbelief or polytheism, his return is to the paradise. Because whomsoever meets Allah, and he, has not he does not associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, does not disbelieve in Allah or associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he will surely enter paradise. Even if he was punished, even if he was uh, punished in the first place. His return is to the paradise. وهؤلاء الموحدون من أصحاب الكبائر لا يسموا بأهل النار فأهل النار هم الكفار الذين يموتون على الكفر And those who are punished for their sins in the hereafter from those who single out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and worship they are not called the people of the hellfire. They are not called the people of the hellfire. Even if they are punished in the hellfire, they are not called the people of the hellfire because the people of the hellfire are the disbelievers and are the polytheists.
قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أو كما في الحديث أن رسول الله كما في حديث عبادة ابن الصامت رضي الله عنه in the hadith under the authority of عبادة ابن الصامت may Allah be pleased with him أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال وحوله عصابة من أصحابي يعني مجموعة من أصحابي that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said well he was amongst a group of his companions may Allah be pleased with them قال بايعوني على ألا تشركوا بالله شيئا he said to them Give me the pledge that you will not associate anything with Allah. And that you do not steal, nor do you commit adultery. Nor should you kill your children. And then you do not come with falsehood, which you make, you make up. Nor should you disobey nor should you disobey in that which is good and whomsoever fulfills this pledge then his reward is to is upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and whomsoever so if one of you does any of that and he is punished for it in, in the dunya, in this life, then it is an expiation for it. Meaning the legal punishment, the Islamic legislated legal punishment in this life, it's an expiation for the sin. It removes the sin. And if one of you does that, and then Allah uh, and he, uh, covers for him, meaning covers his sin, it does not become exposed. The Messenger وسلم, he said he is to Allah. And his matter is to Allah. If he wills, he forgives him. And if he wills, he punishes him. قال فبايع فبايعته على ذلك أي عبادة بن الصامت رضي الله عنه قال فبايعته على ذلك. So عبادة بن الصامت رضي الله عنه he said then I gave him the pledge upon that. فهذا حديث يدل على ما ذكره المصنف. So this hadith is an evidence for what the author رحمه الله mentioned. وفي كل هذه وفي هذا الكلام كله رد على الخوارج in all of this discussion is a refutation for the خوارج against the خوارج فالخوارج يكفرون مرتكب الكبيرة الخوارج they consider the one who commits a major sin to be a disbeliever وكذلك فيه رد على المعتزلة likewise in this discussion is a refutation for the معتزلة فالمعتزلة عندهم أن صاحب الكبيرة يخرج من الإسلام ولا يدخل في الكفر في الدنيا وأما في الآخرة فهو عندهم يخلد فهو عندهم خالد في النار يجتمع الخوارج مع المعتزلة في أنهم يعتقدون أن مرتكب الكبيرة أنه خالد مخلد في النار ولا يخرج منها وهم متفقون أن مرتكب الكبيرة يخرج من الإسلام أيضا بكبيرته ويختلفون في أن الخوارج يرون أنه يدخل في الكفر 
والمعتزلة يقولون أنه في منزلة بين المنزلتين فهو عندهم خارج من الإسلام وليس داخل وليس داخلا في الكفر. And, and this also is a refutation again for uh, against the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila. Al-Khawarij, they consider the one who commits a major sin, that by committing this major sin, he had, he had left Islam. And then he had entered disbelief. And that he will enter the hellfire and abide therein eternally. As for the Mu'tazila, they say he is in a place between the two places, meaning that he had left Islam, but he has not entered disbelief in this dunya. And the one who commits major sin, the, the Mu'tazila, they say the one who commits a major sin will also, just like the Khawarij, they say he will enter the hellfire and will abide therein eternally. All of this is false and the true evidences and the authentic evidences they uh, they clarify and we find in them a refutation for all of those false statements. Uh, so we will read quickly the statement of the author. Whomsoever meets Allah with a sin which uh, causes him to, which usually causes the individual to enter the hellfire, but he had repented and he was not, did not insist upon the sin, then Allah forgives him. Allah accepts the repentance from his servants. And he forgives the sins. وَقَدْ أُقِيمَ عَلَيْهِ حَدُّ ذَلِكَ الذَّنْبِ فِي الدُّنْيَا فَهُوَ كَفَّارَتُهُ And whomsoever meets Allah after having the legal punishment done to, on him in, uh, in this life, then it is an expiation for the sin. كَمَا جَاءَ فِي الْخَبَرِ عَنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمْ أَيْ الَّذِي ذَكَرْنَاهُ آنِفًا As in the, uh, as in the, uh, the, يعني, uh, the hadith from the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم came, which we already mentioned, by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whomsoever meets Allah, insisting upon the sin and has not repented to Allah from those sins, which caused him to be punished. Then his matter is to Allah. If he wills, he punishes him. And if he wills, he forgives him. And whomsoever meets Allah upon disbelief, then Allah will punish him, and there is no Allah will not forgive him. One more point that we should mention is that sins are of different levels. يعني عفوا هي أسوأها وشرها الكفر بالله تعالى والشرك بالله The worst of all sins is disbelief and associating partners with Allah polytheism This is the worst of all of all major sins ثم بعد ذلك الكبائر وقد ذكرنا تعريف الكبائر And after that is the major sins We already mentioned the definition of major sins ثم يأتي بعد ذلك after that come uh, the minor sins, 
the smaller sins or the collected sins. Uh, and they are what is less than the major sins. So all of the sins for which there is no there's no uh, promise of a punishment or a uh, a legal punishment in this life or a curse from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala such as uh, looking at impermissible things and uh, such as the impermissible uh, yani for for one to kiss a woman uh, who is not his spouse or anything other than this from from sins that are not major sins if one stays away from major sins, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives those minor sins. وَكَذَلِكَ يَمْحُوهَا اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى يَمْحُوهَا اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى بِالصَّلَوَاتِ الْخَمْسِ وَرَمَضَانَ وَرَمَضَانَ إِلَى رَمَضَانَ وَبِالْحَجِّ وَغَيْرِ ذَلِكُمْ مِنَ الْأَعْمَالِ الصَّالِحَةِ إِنَّ الْحَسَنَاتِ يُذْهِبْنَ السَّيِّئَاتِ and also righteous good deeds such as the five daily prayers and the and Ramadan, uh, the fasting of Ramadan, for example, and performing Hajj and other than this from the righteous good deeds, they remove the minor sins. And this is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his bounty. So a man came to the messenger وسلم, and he said to him, I'm destroyed. I, I'm destroyed. And he asked him about that and he mentioned to him that he kissed a woman who is not his wife. Who is not he's not allowed to touch and the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam he asked him did you pray did you just pray with us the any uh one of the obligatory prayers and he said yes and the messenger sallallahu alayhi mentioned to him the verse the statement of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, that translates to indeed the righteous good deeds remove the remove the sins so it removed him attending the congregational prayer removed the, that sin out of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and out of the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nas'alullah ta'ala an yujannibana kaba'ira dhunubi wa an yujannibana al-ma'asi wa dhunub wa an yahfadana wa an yahfada ahlina wa awladina wa jami'a al-muslimin we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect all of us from the sins and from the disobedience and to protect our wives our spouses and our children and to guide all of us to that which is pleasing to him. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik ashadu wa la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa